Hey, AJ. What up, Steve? Uh, I mean, I was I was gonna say what up, man. I was gonna say Steve Irie says Sony oh. <laughs> Sony are weird these days when it comes to just putting shit out there. And what he's referencing in uh, referencing is the uh, Gran Turismo Seven uh, state of play. And yeah, it was kind of an interesting one, right? It was it was kind of just like. Here's the the weather and in the game, and here's um, the stuff that you already expect to kind of be. And um, you know, yeah. it was yeah. it wasn't the flashiest of demonstrations there. Um, isn't that right, Steve? It, I mean, it it certainly wasn't. Jimmy. Can I just call you Steve from now on, <laughs> Jimmy? Jimmy John. <laughs> oh, so we'll get we'll get to Jimmy. Don't I'm, you worry. We're gonna, so we got glad. plenty of Jimmy. I'm so glad Jesus. you clarified, man. I was like, who the fuck is? Steve, this is, what, a, what a weird way to start the show. Uh, but, but but can we start the show? We have a lot of Steves, and let's start the show, Steve. <laughs> This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching it now, you might be watching it live. If you're not, then thank you so much for leaving comments and thinking that you're watching it live. <laughs> it makes my heart three times bigger than the normal Grinch's heart. Uh, if you don't like looking at us and, uh, and, and, and staring at us and, and, and making weird faces and shit for the next hour... Don't forget, you can always listen to the show over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and streaming services of your choice. My name is Brian Paul from the show right here, PSVR Without Parole, and that guy over here, AJ from Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Steve and Game Cats? Good to see you. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. And I hope you guys are ready, because we are going to grab you and then hump you full of all the PSVR goodness you can handle to you beg us to, to stop. <laughs> Say the safe word. What's the safe word? Steve? Is Steve the new safe word? Poodle. Poodle. God, I, I mean, it's a, good, it's a good thing we got a bunch That's of consenting insane. adults here, man. This is a very, it's a very strange, strange way to start the show. We got Professor Lilith with the $5 tip. Says, back by popular acclaim for the February 2nd Sunday multiplayer Zenith, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, as if we're not already all in there all the time anyway. Um, but awesome. Dude, it's so good to see that Professor Lilith is feeling better. Welcome back. Thank you for the donation, and thank you for hosting uh, the Sunday multiplayer event. Remember, if you want to get in on Zenith with the rest of us, I mean, it's not that hard. Just go to Wave Rider East, uh, and, and you'll probably run into a ton of cats. Uh, but if you want to coordinate some shit, you want to make sure you get into the Game Cat Dojo, Get on, get on Discord. Click the link in the description below. Join us over there, uh, and that is where we coordinate pretty much everything. Isn't that right, Steve? Mr. GameCat Canaveral says the safe word is don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> that won't cause any confusion at all. I love it. This is, this is the weirdest show we've ever had. Um, it's just going to get weirder from here on out, I promise you. Um, this is part of the course. It is. It is. Uh, listen, Everything real quick. is exactly. Okay, sorry. Uh, no, no. I mean, this this this, this is important to, to a few select people. Uh, you know, I just want to make sure that everybody knows this. The Patreon scroll down below. Uh, this has not been updated for this month yet for February. Uh, today's today's show kind of snuck up on me. I was busy with a few other things. Uh, the, the the Patreon scroll will be updated for Friday's show. Usually, I try to get it done on the first. Um, but uh, again, if, if uh, you ever if you want to make sure that your name is on there. Uh, I, I believe that's the $3 tier, $3 or above, and uh, and that also gives you access to voice chat over on Discord. But remember, everything else on Discord is totally free. Join us over there. Hang out. Shoot the shit. It's a good time. Holy shit, AJ. What a day we've had. Uh, that Gran Turismo uh, state of play was underwhelming Boring. at best. Yeah. I mean, it's like um, I, I think Stingray X said it. You're not selling people on the game like that was purely for the fans mm -hmm. um of, of the series and and that's cool I, I got nothing against that but you're certainly not i mean again the back and forth with the state of plays i mean what and what they do with them i just feel like they still don't get it man like 
they really need a shakeup in their marketing department or something over there because I don't know. You know, we love Sony, we love uh, PlayStation in particular, and uh, it's. But we're not, um, you know, we're not immune to criticizing them. And and I'm just kind of like watching that. I'm like, man, you got people excited for this? Like it was like okay, but I don't know. I, I mean, let, let's 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 call a spade a spade. If they ended that, if they ended that entire thing with like 90 seconds of PSVR two footage and said. Check this shit out, AJ. Wouldn't you have been like, that was the best presentation ever? <laughs> if they ended it with PSVR 2? PSVR 2 footage, yeah. Yeah, because that would be like a huge <laughs> announcement that's right. exciting. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gatorade 23, the H2O despising game cat. Where? The $10 tip in the chat says, Zenith has been amazing. Been having a blast, and the server is full of game cats. Truly incredible. Uh, it's so funny. Uh, since I don't have access to, uh, to, to to bring people into the guild, uh, that's all on AJ because he started the guild. Um, I, I ran past Gatorade Twenty Three, uh, I believe before you before you before you joined, and uh, and I was like, oh, that was Gatorade Twenty Three, and then I was like, oh wait, where did he go? He's like, you're gone like seconds, and I was like, oh, I, I it's like I feel bad stopping and telling people, hey, you should join the guild, and then not actually have the power to. Add you to the guild. <laughs> Just teasing people. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all it's been. I, all I do is reassure people. Don't worry, we'll get you in as soon as possible. Now let's Ryan. The game feeling with the ten dollars tip says finally get song in the smoke. Hell yeah! Yes. Now let's Ryan. Uh, love that game, but damn, the difficulty curve is brutal. Easy is hard. Normal is damn near impossible. Uh, yeah, but but trust me, when you get the hang of it, and when. When when things start getting easier, you feel really accomplished for having survived like those those earlier parts. So uh, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you got it. You there. know, just to warn you ahead of time, nihilist Ryan, I like difficult games. <laughs> just to let you know in advance. Um, so sometimes, <laughs> like I do, like uh, games that can be really challenging for others, and they're challenging to me too. It's not like they're easy for me. I just stick it out, and and I often find that overcoming that is part of the reward like it's such a rewarding feeling and it and it probably re- releases lots of chemicals in my brain that says i accomplished something and that you should feel good and um yeah that's why i like games like bloodborne and stuff that game is hard as hell um at first but you know once you once you play a lot then then it, it just becomes easy over time it feels like it's easy after a while <laughs> AJ was raised on Mega Man. What else could you possibly expect from him? I was, dude, I was raised on like Mega Man, Ninja Gaiden. Oh, God. Yeah. NES games, man. Those, you want to talk about hard, difficult games? Go play, go bust out your NES that you may or may not still have and go play some of that shit because that shit was hard. Those games are like five minutes long and they took me like <laughs> years to beat. You keep saying things like hard and bust out and. This gonna this whole episode. It's hump day, man. Yeah, I know. It's hump uh, day, baby. Let's oh, go. What oh, is trust up, me? I, I'm not saying poodle, man. You ain't gonna convince me to say poodle. <laughs> uh, Looper, the underground game cat. This is our, our last tip we'll address before we uh, get the show started. Uh, Ten euros says, I just realized that Zenith is truly cross-platform in the sense that you can seamlessly pick up your progress at any time. E.g., play it on PC VR during the games cast and return back to PSVR after. Yeah, that is a uh, certainly an, an element that is. Uh, gone a little bit under the radar you can uh, it's all t- it's all tied to your skywave account uh not the console that you're on and so you can you can seamlessly go from one headset to another to another to another uh and uh and, and never lose your progress it is pretty fucking cool um in in this in the regular cross-platform play of like seeing you know people on quest and pc vr just running around the field and like joining up with them it's, it's so seamless uh it's, it's pretty crazy how they pulled it all off yeah, Mad Max pointed that out, and that's going to be a huge thing originally. And um, that's going to be really important for when we get the inevitable PSVR 2 upgrade mm-hmm. for Zenith. Um, and, yeah, we'll be able to just, like, there's kind of likely, I would say, loose confirmation that uh, we will be able to just continue our game progress from where we left off. I like loose com- I like loose uh, information. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Piotrek, I, I, I lied. We're going to take care of these tips, too. Piotrek F with the uh, nine plantain says, as a, as a GT fan, I was more than hyped by today's state of play. That's good to hear. really like that because I, I'm I'm not. I'm not a GT fan. Like, I mean, like, I, I like arcade racers. I like Burnout and Ridge Racer, that kind of stuff. And then uh, 
And, and so if I'm going to do a sim, it's got to be in VR. And I'm going to get like a full steering wheel and, and pedals and the whole setup. Um, but other than yeah, I like sim- VR, I don't care. Yeah, sim racers are, I think, even better in VR. There's something very immersive about them because of their realism. And yeah, um, yeah there's Dirt Rally and Gran Turismo are great examples. Um, but I, I, yeah, I like all sorts. I like good games, man. Doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's good. Uh, and then finally, Grizzly Bear King with the five dollars tip says, "Any insider knowledge if VR PSVR two is backwards compatible?" Nate the Hate, who I can't say I've ever heard of, said from his hearings, "It isn't." Love the content. Um, it depends what you classify as backwards compatible. Um, we we don't know anything for certain. I, I would say that the most reasonable expectation is that any developer worth their salt that uh, that has a game out on PSVR one will be issuing a patch that'll make it playable for PSVR 2. Um, right. I'm going to guess without that patch, it's going to probably not be backwards compatible, but that's more speculation. Um, oh, is Nate the hate well, the... I, I would say our insider info would point to no, but like you said, a lot of games getting a PS5 slash PSVR 2 patch, which is better. Um, PSVR, PS5, as we've said before, we've got tons of discussions about this. PS5 is already backwards compatible with PSVR 1 headset right. using the adapter. Full library available on the PSN store. Plays discs. You know, in, in that regard, yes. But, um, yeah. no, probably going to be upgrades. Yeah. I, now that I think of it, Nate DeHate, I think I have heard of him. Somebody was somebody was talking about him recently. And in uh, all the information that I heard about that he had said was absolutely incorrect um so I, I don't know who his sources are but i, I don't think that they that they're accurate because um, i think he, he was making some other claims that i i don't i don't think are true either um anyway let's get to our first news story <laughs> 12 goddamn minutes aj uh and that's that uh, apparently real fishing vr is supposed to be coming to playstation vr at some point later this year uh shout out to or seek the game cat who uh, who gave us the heads up on this? Who noticed oh, the roadmap seat. over on Reddit? AJ, what's your interest in a real fishing VR game? Hell yeah! Uh, well, I mean, a fishing VR game, uh, I'm definitely interested in. Um, Catch and Release is one of the best PSVR games I think available, and um, you know, it depends on if it's good or not. I know nothing about this game. Uh, this came up last second, so I haven't looked at, looked up the game at all, reviews or anything. I'm sure we can pull up some here. Uh, maybe some cats have played it and can tell us. But I do enjoy fishing games, um, but they have to be good. And, you know, Catch and Release is a prime example of something. If it's if there's more uh, Catch and Release style stuff, then, yeah, I'm all with it. Yeah, I'm looking at the roadmap here, and it looks like they just, I mean, from July to December of last year, of 2021, they just nonstop updates, 20 new fishing spots, more fish species, uh, fish updates to the mechanics, new uh, UI updates, new tackles, new baits. I mean, it looks like they have been plugging away on this, with uh, adding on online leaderboards. Uh, and then it looks like with 2022, they're talking about even more fishing spots added, even more fish species, fish species. And then in the second half of the year, it says we'll expand to other VR platforms, including Steam, uh, PSVR, and more. Now, the issue is, I was just looking this up over on, I thought real fishing was already on Steam because it's got tons of negative uh, feedback or negative uh, reviews over on Steam. So maybe this is a different real fishing VR, but... Uh, but so I, I don't know how many different games are called real fishing. US, West Coast DLC. I think if this is the one I'm thinking of, I've heard actually really good things about this. Nice. Um, so I wonder if this is going to be another uh, VR mo- VR monkey port. <laughs> that, that's a good. It's going to be actually touched up for PSVR. But either way, if it's a, like I said, if it's a good fishing game, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's. I think catch and release was so good at doing what they did with fishing because they, they kind of made it a game where like, if you didn't even have to care about fishing to really enjoy the game, uh, they made it so much fun to just experience that lake. And, uh, and, and I mean, fishing was sort of like a, I don't know, secondary almost, but if I, I, I what I'd be curious about is, is can you move around these locations? They say, we can, we've got 20 new fishing spots. We're going to add another 20 new fishing spots. And if it's just like, like wave shooter style where you just stand there in one spot and say, I'm fishing here. I'm like, I'm immediately losing interest. So hopefully that they have bigger areas to move around in, but, yeah. but it's always good, man. Especially, um, you know, especially this year where we don't really know what's coming for PSVR one. It's always good to hear of other titles, uh, coming down the pipeline. 
kind of does look like a wave fisher. It looks like a wave fisher. Yeah. We got Blue Jew, the underground game cat with a $5 tip. It says, if the groundhog sees its shadow today on hump day, does he get six more weeks of humping? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, pray, let's pray to the, the uh, let's pray to the groundhog gods that that is the case. Yes. Cause I, I don't know what else groundhogs going on, have, have going on in their lives. And so more humping, the better I would say. AJ, as excited as we are about real fishing VR, I think we're far, far, far more excited about uh, the game I think that most people are excited about right now, and that's Zenith, The Last City. We were a little bit curious about what was going on. Um, they, they launched in a pretty amazing state with with just a ton of content, a, a ton of things to do, uh, great, great, great cross-play mechanics, as we have already talked about. And uh, we were just like, wow, they actually kind of knocked it out of the park. Not on day one, but on day two, they did a great job. Um, so are, are, are you surprised that today, just minutes ago, they released more information, that they released some information about their roadmap and stuff to expect in the future? Well, I think it's, I think it's excellent. I think uh, the, this was uh, nice and early to, to get this information out there, keep the excitement going. You know, tons still to enjoy with the game currently. There's, there's a huge game. And uh, lots of stuff to look forward to as well uh, to stay excited. And I think they are nailing this on uh, all accounts as to uh, what they have planned and, and what they're communicating. Yeah. Uh, I, I expected to not hear about anything for maybe a month or so. I figured they'd give, give everyone time to get in there, get get caught up, get max out their uh, their levels. Uh, you know, maybe maybe even like once you've, if you're an essence mage, like max out one of your characters, get in there and be a blade master, and, and get in there and max out your other character. Give people time to really uh, experience both of the the classes. Um, but but they didn't do that, man. It's been less than a week since release, and here they are with a ton of awesome uh, news for us. Yes, AJ. and speaking of classes, Brian, they have unveiled the third new class that they have said was going to maybe be at launch i believe probably got pushed back a little bit for you know obvious uh, understandable reasons but that brian is the cyber ninja i mean holy shit way to make me get really excited i mean that is awesome um but i think people are gonna find what the cyber ninja is a uh, really interesting as well aj you're the zenith guy you're the leader of the GameCat Dojo. I, I will wear that proudly. Yes. <laughs> why, why don't you uh, Why don't you take us on a journey here? I've got I've got the web page up and running. Why don't you uh, read it off for All us? All right. This comes straight from the Zenith blog. The Cyber Ninja is a fusion of magic and technology with the sole purpose of taking down enemies with a stealth and precision, often using their array of gadgets to get the job done in style. Um, for enemies at a distance, the Cyber Ninja can pull back a charged shot with its bow and take an enemy out before it even notices them. So stop right here for yeah. one second. Everybody was speculating that the third class would be some kind of archer. And despite the fact that Cyber Ninja doesn't scream archer, it is. Yeah. I mean, well, there's there's what's funny is I said, man, there's there's a couple because there's so much room for growth in this game. So much ways, so many ways to expand it. And and there was one class that I mentioned I wanted, but one of those, uh, a couple actually, one of them was a, an archer class because I think that would be a really good fit with the game. You've already got mages that can use ranged attacks, um, and that's really cool, and this would be probably a similar thing. Um, but the other thing that I find really interesting and that I've said I would love to see is a stealth class. And so this is going to be kind of like how they do the other classes that just do like everything they're gonna have a bow and arrow using stealth class that should be really really awesome yeah and it says lots of gadgets too technology and gadgets yeah i mean i i feel like i feel like the blade the blade master in uh in essence major already already play very very differently um and so it's good to it's good to go in with a good variety of people um and, and and this is just going to be crazy. Like I feel, I feel like you're going to have you're going to have like cyber ninjas on the field that like you don't even see them. Like they're going to be they're going to be all stealthy and shit, and they're going to be like taking down enemies before you even get to them, or or they're going to be like well out of range, like not in need of any medical assistance or anything like that. Um, 
you know, during, during bigger battles. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to, I think the, all of those classes are going to work really well together. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is super cool, but there's more. Um, the hook shot still experimental and might change gives the cyber ninja a whole new type of mobility, being able to quickly pull itself towards an enemy, for example, drop an explosive, then hook shot to a wall to quickly get the way, uh, to quickly get out of the way before the explosive turns the monster into a pile of ash. So it's going to have a <laughs> grappling hook as well. Yeah. I mean, d- like, oh, man, this sounds so, <laughs> so cool. Right. It's the opposite of get over here. It's I'm coming over there. <laughs> and then before you can even attack me, I'm, I'm dropping a bomb at your feet. And I'm out. That's yeah, that sounds this, awesome. Yeah, this is sounding like a really, really fun class to play as and is something different offer something different than the other two, uh, what they have to offer. Now, the picture, now they did show an early concept art uh, that says it's not final, but it does have a sword on the back as well. So I'll be Mm. interested to see if it actually, you know, if they stay with the sword or if they go with maybe like a a dagger that you sneak up and and use like behind enemies or something. Um, Again, stealth is really, really fun in VR. So I think uh, for maybe those who haven't tried any stealth games or or um, experienced that yet, I, I have in several games from from Hitman to Skyrim to to the Persistence. Um, stealth is really fun and immersive in VR, and I just I, I love the way this class looks and seems like the the concept of it. And uh, yeah, sounds really cool. Yeah, I totally agree. Do you think the grappling hook is going to be something that's more than just for latching on the characters? Do you think? possibly it could be a new form of locomotion where well that's what they say they say you you latch and pull yourself to characters and then you drop a bomb using one of these devices and then you can use it to get away so yeah you'll be able to oh, maybe, right. maybe i guess i didn't i didn't take the whole use it to get away thing so he's like just like latch onto a wall and pull yourself over that's yeah that's really interesting that, that, that so be... I wonder if they compensate by like making this character not able to fly or something um and be only able to use the grappling hook, or I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it, but right, what well, would keep be the really character from being like totally OP, right? Right, or like yeah, like everybody playing as that class, right? Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I like that. But that's not all, Brian. But they wait, there's us, more. <laughs> yes, a 2022 roadmap uh, for some other content coming this month, and uh, they are adding in-game alerts. Um, so that like they you can you can communicate if the server is going to be going down for maintenance or something. That's a common thing in MMOs. It says you know it basically will come up and say you know servers will shut down for maintenance in 15 minutes, and basically comes up and, and gives you a warning so it doesn't just automatically kick you off and you know you're like in the middle of doing something important. You're like what the fuck. <laughs> um, uh, there's a now I'm interested to see your thoughts on this one. There's new quests. They say we've added 23 new side quests, including quests in each biome to make leveling up more fun and diverse. Yeah, I mean, that. so it's funny because the complaints I've heard from other people have not been my complaints. Uh, I, I was talking to, uh, to one of our friends over on Discord saying that saying that it was it was frustrating to have to grind uh to to continue the main story to be able to accept quests that you know oh i'm level i get to i get to an area i get to a new npc to accept quests and oh he's level 12 but he needs to be level 14 so it's like a, okay well i've already done some event sorry sirens on my end um a lot of sirens on my end there's like i've already done quests i've already done some i've already done side quests a few times i've already done events a few times but now i have to go back and do those again and just sort of grind in order to continue the story and now that doesn't bother me i fucking love grinding in games um but to find that but to hear it actually bothers some people uh this is the perfect solution right adding just new quests that make it feel less grindy because you're doing something new. You're not just going back and, uh, you know, and killing more sylphids uh, over and over and over and going (laughs) meeting Mika by the bridge for the 400th time. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's allowing you to do different things in areas uh, as you progress and then not make it feel so grindy. So for people that that bothers, I think this is perfect. I think this is super, super important. Yeah, uh, another thing I've said that they could use a little bit more of is like some some side quests or stuff, and because they the way they have it set up right now is that 
you try to do the main story, you do one main story mission, and then you have to grind to do the next one. Main story mission, grind to do the next one right. to unlock it, to level up. And that gets really, like, you know, that can be tough. So uh, having more things to do within those areas, making it more fun to level up, um, it's something I kind of naturally expected for them to expand on as the game went on. And, uh, yeah, this is it. So uh, in addition, they have a new armor tier, which they said we've added a new tier of endgame armor and weapons that will give players something new to work towards obtaining in the endgame. Um, yeah, they've already got, like, legendary uh, gear and, and magic gear that you can work towards in the endgame content. I'm currently working on that with a bunch of cats. Nice. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting. This is just more incentive. And I'll tell you, like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a hell of a grind to get it. I'll tell you that. But, um, but it's more stuff to go and do, more endgame content, um, it seems. Yeah, which is good. I mean, more, more content, the better. Uh, it's going to take, take a lot of people a long time to get there. So, so Arbor Tuning, mm-hmm. uh, which is like uh, the final boss, I'm guessing, is his name. And, uh, yeah, they've got some tuning, fine-tuning to him. Uh, are them uh, fix several armor visual glitches? Yeah, my neck was invisible in one part. <laughs> Im- improved animations, upgraded and tweaked animations of the quest NPCs to bring out more each character's distinct personality. Nice. So now Shin will go Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they kind of. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. You know, I mean, this is this is this is nice uh, sort of. Uh, polish that I wasn't even looking for. Right. Uh, so the fact that they're right. just they're paying attention to things that I doubt anybody's even complaining about is is nice. It just adds a little bit more life to the world. All right. So they're doing uh, you know uh, some UI improvements uh, to make things a bit more clear, and they say miscel- miscellaneous improvements, stability, quality of life, um, and then they say planned in 2022, player housing, which is a big deal. Uh, you deal. can now, if you didn't already live in the world of Zenith, now you can have a house and officially live in the world of Zenith, have a place to call home and sleep at night. I mean, that's that's so cool. I mean, it's I, I don't. My my hope is that, um, and I'm just kind of scanning this to make sure that I didn't miss anything. I, I've said this before that like I I hate trashing some of my items. I hate dusting some of my items. Um, I, I would really like that if my home had an item crate where, yes, I have to travel back there and just, like, throw a bunch of shit into my item crate just for storage. Yeah, Um, but just just so that I didn't have to, like, you know, trash things on the fly in the middle of of quests where I'm like, oh, I really want to pick this thing up, but I don't have room for anything. I'm just going to trash it. Um, So being able to, like, go off on on, start each quest kind of with an empty inventory, knowing that all the stuff that I I really do want to hold on to is back in my house, uh, that would be great. Uh, additional life skills and crafting. Um, the third class, the Cyber Ninja. Uh, more end game content, which I think is going to be really important. Um, you know, more dungeons, boss fights, special bosses, special things. Um, and they say, and much, much more. And they say, we'll try to do updates like these as, as often as we can. Thank you again for believing in what we're building in Zenith. We're a small team with huge dreams and ambitious uh, ambitions for Zenith, and it's only with your support that we've gotten this far. Um, they say, please continue to give us ideas, feedback, and bug reports, blah, blah, blah. Feedback.zenithmmo.com. Yeah. Um, so super cool stuff, man. Really, really exciting news. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is going to be... I'm still enjoying the game. <laughs> I mean, I mean and, and how many hours do you think you've poured in so far? Do you have any sense of that? Oh, God. I know I have at least a confirmed, like, 60, but I'm probably <laughs> closer to, like, 80 or 90 at this point. Right, and, yeah, and you still and you still have more to go. And, of course, there's more coming, too. Yeah, yeah. I've got more endgame stuff to do right now. I've, I've already kind of technically finished the game as far as it'll let me. <sighs> Love it, man. I absolutely love it. I, I, I've, yep. I've loved every single minute that I've spent in that game. Um, I, I love, I, I don't, I don't mind getting lost because if people, there's people around that are there to hold my hand and take me with them. Say, like, come this way, Brian, we've got you. And I was like, thank you so much, man. I, I did my absolute best to, I, I tried to get as many cats into that review as I possibly could. Um, oh God, I, you got so many. I love seeing, I love seeing all the, uh, the comments from people like sci-fi game guy. Henry was like, he's like, I watched this twice because I'm in it. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so I did, I did my best. Uh, it was, it was, it was insane trying to cram as much footage in there as I possibly could. Um, and so if I, if I did, 
play with anybody and I didn't get them in, into the review, I'm sorry. But, man, thank you guys so much for being there with me and, and hanging out with me. I'm certainly not done with this game. I, I'm going to spend a lot more time in it over the next couple of weeks. Cool, man. Well, that brings us to our next uh, major topic, which is one of our major topics. That is, after the fall, got a brand new update. So... <laughs> Oh, that didn't let's, sound good. Let's <laughs> let, let's address how like where we're at with this game and like where and where we've come from and where and how long it's taken us to get here. This game launched a couple months ago, and uh, and everyone was looking forward to it for the better part of like four plus years. Um, just wondering what Vertigo Games was going to bring us after Arizona Sunshine. And when it launched on PSVR, it launched in one of the worst states I think we've ever seen a game launch. Uh, bad frame rates with just I mean. The controls were so fucked up. I've never seen such horrible controls in a PSVR game. Uh, just like things that just didn't make any sense whatsoever. And uh, and on top of it, uh, we were getting crashes. Uh, once we got to the higher level difficulty levels, we were getting crashes. Uh, I think I still think the lobby makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, and uh, and then on top of all of that, uh, we besides the crashes, which are irritating enough, we were also getting items after these long runs that we'd, we'd be getting uh, rare items for, for things that don't exist, like attachments for weapons that, that don't fit on that weapon. Uh, so it was just basically like a throwaway. It's like the weirdest bug I'd ever seen. Um, and so it's been a really bad launch for After the Fall, as far as I'm concerned, at least on PSVR. Um, yeah. And then today... Uh, or yesterday, I believe it was a patch 1.04 came out and uh, addressed a lot of those concerns. Uh, I get to drop in today and try it out a little bit, and I will say everything works. It really does. Like the game doesn't crash when you finish a master uh, difficulty run anymore. It um, it <laughs> there's been a lot of balancing. There's been uh, a lot of improvements for uh, for those bugs we were just talking about. And I and I'll, and I'll tell you this. The horde animations are so much better. It doesn't. It no longer looks like the horde is at running at ten frames a second. It, the horde looks normal, right? So there's there's a lot. There's been a lot of improvements to the PlayStation VR version. Well, that's good that the game is now how it should have been two months ago. Yeah, when it launched for forty dollars or fifty um, for the deluxe you, edition, or fifty. You know, I don't know. Um, there are things I liked about this game. I, I did have some fun with it, but it's a prime example of why I feel the way about Zenith and then why I felt the way about this game at launch um, because they are there is a stark contrast between the two. Um, and, I mean, I don't know what it is, man. I just, you know, this, this game was probably the most disappointing game of uh, 2021. Uh, I think that's easy, uh, not even, not even, like, uh, debate about it um, there were some things I liked about it and you know uh, a lot of people held off we said look just give them some time to patch it yeah. and then pick it up and uh, do you think that that window has passed now do you think it's too far for this game to be just in a operational state um, to uh, to recover on the PSVR side anyways I think it did pretty <laughs> well on Quest but uh, it's like you know you if you release, take the time to release on all platforms, you want it to be uh, successful on all platforms. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the, the, the thing is, is that uh, I think it's too late for this game, period. I, I don't even think it matters on what platform anymore. I, I feel like when this game came out and it launched way, it was way, way, way too expensive. They asked you to do the same thing over and over and over. And, and, and I, and I understand uh, that they were inspired by Left 4 Dead, and I understand where they got their influences from in, 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 say, in saying, oh, well, you know, this is how it worked in Left 4 Dead. But I was like, yeah, well, Left 4 Dead did everything better, like everything really, really well and made me want to replay those uh, stages. This does not do that. Excuse me. I've got a cat right here who's going to cause some major problems. Um, oh, get over here, buddy. There we go. Who's a good girl? So, uh, so... So, but the, but the problem is, is that there's just nothing here. Like, there's no reason to replay these levels. Um, and so now, now that everything's working, it's even easier to kind of see uh, the, the 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 problems, the inherent problems that the game design has. Right? It, it's when it when when the game had issues and like we were trying to fight through them and struggle through them. 
it was one thing. It was like it was it was almost like, hey man, I think this is good. I think, uh, and I'm having fun because I'm playing with my friends. But once you sort of clear away all of the issues that the game has from a technical standpoint and you're just left with the game it's so easy to see how shallow it is it's so easy to see that if it wasn't for the social aspect it wouldn't be very much fun that there's only six weapons that the that, that the attachments that you're getting just really are, are cool but not not the kind of thing i want to like grind away at and play the exact same levels over and over and over and over to get you know when i'm just getting a, a floppy disk to unlock things i really really needed I, I really needed other items to find in the world i really needed um some uh some saints and sinners element to it where i'm going out i'm going out every time i go out this time i need rubber this time i need sugar this time i need that this time i need this because these are the things i'm trying to craft and give me a reason to go back into the world and maybe scout different locations for different types of materials but instead it's here we are we're going through the exact same process with the exact same enemies with the exact same layout with the exact same levels with the exact same everything and oh and by the way we can up the difficulty level to find more rare stuff and now it just takes the zombies a few extra hits to take down which is like I mean, I'm sorry, is that, that, that that's supposed to be where the fun is? There's so many problems with this game just inherently in its game design um, that I don't think there's really any saving it. I still, there's, there's fun to be had, but it's, they need to deliver three times as much content as they've delivered, and I'm a little bit concerned that it's too late for that. Yeah, um, you know, it's funny because I felt like this game had, it almost like, the the issues the bugs the 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 lack of polish all the things we issues we had at launch almost masked like it made it hard for me to see to just judge the game for what the game is and i do think that there is some fun to be had i like the shooting gameplay i like shooting zombies and 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 watching them like fall apart into pieces and stuff and um but yeah the the grind was they made it really grindy and it, and it just didn't really feel very good like like it, i don't know i guess i did i did like the the grind of the gameplay um and stuff the reward was was pretty tedious like even that had issues where i was like okay you want to give me you want me to replay these levels so that the next time I play them on the higher difficulties, I get better loot to and, and better attachments and be rewarded and, and attached to them. But the problem was like, they give you like duplicates. So it's already yeah. like this, like kind of not so deep. Like they really tried to, to pad the game by just kind of like making it repetitive. Um, yeah. And, and they make subtle changes and some of those were noticeable and nice, but overall, I mean, yeah, it's five 20 minute levels um, that you you're supposed to play for like uh, like tens of uh, hundreds of hours or something like this. Yeah. Just I don't know. Um, and then, like I said, you grind for loot and then it just gives you duplicates of things that you had. And that's where I gave up on the game. I was like, look, I'm trying to get through this to see if like it's worth it. If it's, you know, because I do enjoy the game. I enjoy doing the call outs, talking with each other. But when I'm spending all this time for a run and then it's crashing and I'm losing my shit or I'm just doing all this work and then I'm getting some piece of shit thing that's like not even rewarding my time for going into it, uh, it, it's just that's where I stopped. And I said enough is enough, man. Like I just this this game was in development for four years and should have been so much bigger and better than what it turned out to be. I I do acknowledge the fact that there are some fun elements about it. I enjoyed it. I think more than a lot of people at launch, Um, but I couldn't take it anymore, man. It's, and I think when we see people asking around on the internet, is anybody still playing this game? I think this is a sign of the problems with the game where no matter how much you enjoy it at first, the staying power it just drops off a cliff right after that yeah if you're if you ever spend 20 30 40 minutes in a game going through a run and then ending up exactly where you started being like well i just wasted fucking almost an hour and i don't have anything to show for it because i got a duplicate item it's like at least have an xp bar at least have an xp bar where like so, some of my characters uh, some of my characters uh, uh, abilities are leveling up 
right? Where I'm like, even even make the XP bar a, a slow grind, man. I don't care. But I do. I, I want more HP, and I want more the ability to to run faster or to something, man. Just like give give me give me a list of attributes and slowly upgrade my character as I play through this game. It just it just feels like they were making a bigger game and never actually made that game. And I saw I saw some yeah. people here in the chat saying this game was made for quests, and I and I don't think it originally was. I think I think I, I think it kind of got cobbled together uh, to be what it is now, late in development. And and you can see that thing. The lobby doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Here's 32 people running around, but I can't. But well, can't talk the, to any of them. You can't talk to any of them, and it, and it's only for people who are going in without you know without partying up first. And so if you, in which I don't think happens very often. I don't think a lot of people are just going in and playing with random people. I think a lot of people are like, "Hey, I'm, let's let's get on here with with my three friends and get in together." And then they and then they don't make that. Uh, how, why isn't there? A, why why can't I get into a lobby with my three friends? Is it, like there's so many like just quality of life elements that don't make sense here. Is that like you can just tell that it didn't come together the way that it should. Like, and and I know I'm being like super crazy negative. There is fun to be had here, and like you know, and and I'm it's, I'm going. I think to... it's warranted, man. I think it's warranted because you four years all the all the uh, invest all the success of Arizona Sunshine, all of the investments that we hear about this the behind the studio, the support they had, the uh, the hype uh, the, going into it, and just what they delivered was just subpar, man. It was not it, it, like so. I think it's fully justified that. Yep. That it gets uh, that it gets criticized pretty harshly. Yes, I like the shooting gameplay. Um, I like playing it with friends. Um, there was there was some nice some nice looking things uh, in the game, but it's just for for how long the game was in development, it just yep. I don't know. Ma- just Matthew, right. Matthew Lee in the chat says it's four, it's been four years in development. Quest Two is not that old. Exactly. Now you're catching on, yeah. Matthew Lee. It's like as soon as Quest Two started taking off in sales, that's when direction changed, and it changed way too late in development uh, for it to make any sense. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, so here, here's the other part of this: is that uh, I've been wanting to have an after the fall review since day one, and I was like, oh man, this is in such fucking shambles. There's no way they're gonna like, you know, there's no way they're gonna go even a week without fixing the controls. There's no way they're gonna go a week without fixing the crashes. They, they have got to finish this, and then, and then like christmas break happened and we we didn't hear anything for a month it's like what like it, it's just like oh, th- thanks for the, your 40 or 50 dollars see you next yeah. month it's like yeah seriously? this is what what gamers really should be afraid of is shit like this happening when when it's just yeah you and that's that i think that's the biggest problem i have with this game 40 dollars, man 40 that that is a triple a price and this is just uh, this is not a forty dollar game. I don't care how much you like no, the. This is a the twenty dollar game, game up and down. Yeah, I $20. mean that. I think that pisses me off more than anything is yep. is the price of the game. And you know, I mean, f- the people that bought the fifty dollar uh, edition, they didn't even have access to the to the re- things that they paid the extra money for. I don't even know if those still work. I don't even know if those work at all. I think they do, but I I haven't even seen anybody talk about it or or show it off or say, confirm that it works. But, (laughs) but at launch, it was definitely not working. And it's like, yeah, man, it's just, yeah, it's got me feeling too much like a cash grab than it is a, a quality product with, with love and care and, um, you know, something for the gamers out there feels like more of a being a little bit taken advantage of it. I don't like that. Right, right. They they overcharged, underdelivered, and so in so far they haven't really revealed what their plans are for the game in the future. Um, there better be a ton of free DLC planned for the rest of this year. Now I am going to review it. and I'm going to spend like the next two days playing it pretty much nonstop, um, which really pisses me off because I want to spend time playing Zenith. But uh, but no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna get in back invested into this game, and I'm going to make sure that everything's upgraded. And I spend hours and hours and hours. Uh, really, really, really experiencing everything it has to offer, and uh, I'm going to give it uh, it's a fair shake, right? I really do because so far the experience on PSVR has been less than uh, shit. Yeah, it's awful. Been sh- it's been shit, and so awful. The few people that didn't listen to us when we said don't buy this game, mm-hmm. they bought it anyways, and then they came back and complained on my videos <laughs> that it wasn't working. Yeah. And I was like, I told you. Like, I tried to tell you. It was broken. They're like, the game is unplayable. It crashes for me. I gave up. I was like, I, you know, I'm not, like, making this shit up. I don't yeah. have anything against the developer or the game. It's just 
what it was happening, and and we try to convey that to you guys. Yeah, Brax Pro says, "Bring a friend, Brian. Bring a friend. I'm going to bring three friends. Uh, I'm I'm going to I'm, I'm going to kidnap three three of my friends and make them also not play Zenith. <laughs> so we're going to have a good time. Uh, but anyway, uh, so expect a review pretty soon uh, in the next couple of days, and uh, and let's move on to one more game that came out very recently, and that was Dragon Ride VR. AJ, I said a little. I, I played Dragon Ride VR oh, nice. on my uh, on my channel or on this channel, and uh, and, I, and I played it for about an hour. Uh, live streamed, showed off a bunch of the different features, uh, but we have not heard your opinion on this yet. Oh, so Dragon Ride, um, I appreciate what this game aspires to be. <laughs> And that's kind of the most positive thing I have to say about it. I do appreciate the concept of this game, mm-hmm. and and I, I I really like what they're going for. I do think they they made this game with with care and and love and care and and attention and and like they wanted to make this game. That they I can tell that they enjoyed making this game. Um, but the problem is, I think first and foremost, uh, visuals v- visually. Um, I think it gets a little bit limited by the PS4 hardware, and that's kind of a bad thing when it's supposed to be a fun, like, theme park ride kind of experience game. Um, and they had an option. They had, they, had, they had options to either keep the game the way it looks on PC and make it really blurry, or they could have completely stripped out all the textures and all the detail and everything and make it more clear. And they went with choice A where it's like sometimes it looks really uh, decent and sometimes it looks really blurry. You can tell there's a lot of detail there, but I think it's just too limited uh, for the PS4 hardware. And visually, uh, I I would like to see this honestly on – well, let me just keep it there for now. Visually, it's 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 like it looks kind of nice, but it's blurry. Yeah, I mean that. I'm glad you started with the visuals because I, I felt like there was something weird about the visuals for me, where like they, where it's like they had these really realistic texture mapping, and and everything looks really good if you just stop and look at it. But but something seemed wrong about it. And I'm not sure if I could really put my finger on it. It's to me. Uh, to me, I wasn't concerned about the resolution or, or anything else. I was like, this looks realistic, but it also seemed like it was lacking depth somehow. I was up on this dragon. I'm hundreds of feet above the above the ground. I'm flying around, and not a single part of me is like, I'm really high up here. Like, it happened to me in Windlands, which was super cartoony. And, and I feel like there's something about the graphical style that is keeping me from feeling immersed. Uh, there's no, like, there's like, somehow there's no depth to it. Did you get that feeling too, or is that just me? Yeah, no. I mean, I th- I thought it, it it felt like it was trying to be fun, and and um, I don't know. There is a lot of like kind of low flying dragon rides, but there's also some that that go higher. I've got some great things that I really like about this game too. Um, but yeah, I I I didn't get like the whoa, I'm way high up in the air, like this is crazy feeling. Yeah, um, but they I did get a fun factor from other means in the game. What what were those fun factors? The fun factor is that this game has somehow more variety <laughs> and and music than oh not maybe not track listings, but this this game has a uh, beat saber mode, mm. but it's it's basically Dargan saber, uh, <laughs> where where you're slicing these balloons, and it's kind of like I was like playing this, and I was like, okay, this is not like the most polished. But they really put a lot of effort into the mapping, and there's like difficulty settings. There's classical music. Well, there's like one classical music track. There's electronic music, as you can always expect. But they have metal in this, and they have rock, hard rock, alternative rock. They have punk rock. And so I was uh, actually having kind of a lot of fun riding a dragon playing a beat saber clone on on the dragon and then like flying up a pyramid what with some <laughs> like metal and punk rock blasting and i was like yeah like this is kind of interesting like like i get it. it's a it's a uh, a clone 
Um, not not an original game by any means, and it's not the it's not as like technically fine tuned as as Beat Saber is because that sword play is is really satisfying. Yeah. Uh, but there's something cool about flying around on a dragon, blasting metal, and slicing balloons like Beat Saber. Yeah, no, I mean I agree with you. I agree with you. This and there's so many game modes in here too. The Beat Saber right. mode is just one of them. You can go around just popping balloons. You can go around. Uh, you, there's a free flight mode, so most of these things are on rails, um, and you can just go for a ride. You know, as if it's a roller coaster. Uh, again, that's p- part of my problem. Again, with uh, with the not feeling immersed or feeling like I'm high up off the ground. I didn't get that roller coaster feeling from it, and I really wanted that. Um, but but it's it's also crazy that there's a free flight mode where you just where you can fly around and fly through rings and um, and just go off the rails entirely and explore these levels which are really really fucking huge. Um, I just I, I think with a little bit of polish this could be a really fun game. Um, yeah. It, right now it's sort of like a wait and see maybe wait for a sale if you're interested. Yeah, I mean fifteen dollars isn't the worst price. It's it's not necessarily like the game doesn't have fifteen dollars worth of content. It's kind of like the quality issue a little bit. And I would love to see this. Uh, so, so I think this game on PSVR 2 uh, with the proper hardware, uh, I feel like would have a better chance of being. I want this to be this game where I can like show a friend, like stick a friend into VR right. and let them see like, like, hey, you want to see what VR is all about? Here's riding a fucking dragon to some metal music <laughs> and, and and like you know and like i think it could be a really cool experience and there are times like if you look at the social screen social output screen like it looks like beautiful on there but it doesn't look like that in the headset and i feel like that's a problem like it doesn't look good enough it's kind of like summer funland where it's like trying to wow you but it but it, because of the limitations of the ps4 hardware um, not the PSVR headset, but the PS4 guts. Right. Um, it just doesn't have enough power to uh, to to match the experience. This probably looks really good on PC, which is why it has a lot better reviews and, or has some really high reviews. Um, again, I like what they're going for here. And and on a side note, I thought it was really interesting. There was one of the punk rock bands that they had. I think it was called like FYD. And I swear to God, that was uh, that's got to be uh, some members of this band that I saw live one time called Choking Victim. Um, <laughs> and Because and, it's like ska punk. I don't know. Um, FYD. I, I'm thinking out loud now. But but I was like, hey, I think I know this band. Um, uh, and I thought that was really cool. I, I like some of the uh, I like some of the music. Um, and uh, I don't know if it's the same members. But let me find out. I gotta, I gotta find this out now. Right, this is this is certainly the most important thing. This is very important. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> um, oh, they they later became Leftover Crack, and then let me see if this is it's just the band's name. Um, Leftover Crack. Sorry, I love it. Yeah, that was the band that I saw live. They used to be called Choking Victim, and then uh, I gotta see if it's the same singer because it sounded like them. Anyways, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, there's a couple different game modes. There's like the tour rides thing, and uh, the you know there's there's riding the dragons. Um, there's like the target practice, and it kind of just puts you on a loop, and you shoot the balloons, you shoot the targets. Um, they've got like enough content here. I, I think uh, I think the visuals and the performance are kind of what's holding it back. And then if they could actually fine tune that um, the Beat Saber mode. Like it could actually be pretty decent. I actually, yeah. like I said, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure of mine already. I feel like it's a guilty, a bit of a guilty uh, pleasure. Amen. Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Good. I I hope for some fine tuning because you can tell. Yeah, you can tell that they just they kind of threw everything at the wall and a bunch of stuff stuck and they just like and they just kind of kept you know kept working on that and I, and I think and I think there's something here. Um, I'm just having a hard time recommending it at the moment. AJ. Yo, are you ready for a game of PSVR 20 questions where I put six minutes uh, up on the clock and you have 20 yes or no questions to guess what PlayStation VR game I'm thinking of and you get some assistance from the cats in the chat? Question mark. I am ready. Nice. I forgot what game it is. I picked out a game at the beginning of the show and I already forgot which one it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my final thoughts on, on that game. I don't know. If, I guess I already said it. Uh, I, I hope I hope they get a second chance on PSVR 2 because I think it could be a cool 
stick your friend in VR and show this game. Man, you just love fucking with sci-fi game cat Henry. He doesn't know where to put the timestamps. <laughs> it's 20 questions. Yes, no, it's Dragon Ride. No, it's 20 questions. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Go. Yep. Does it have move support? It does have move support. Okay. Um, so it has moves, cats. Uh, move, does it have cats. DualShock 4 support? So here's a hint. I had to look it up, and it does. Okay. Not a so game you associate you with DualShock. Okay. Um, I was going to ask that, GC13. Is it VRAF? There's there's VRAF elements. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Okay, like you like a lot of stuff to interact with, a lot of stuff to pick up and mess with, and yeah, yeah. doesn't have just, to. You're have not just like, pushing buttons; you're actually doing the things. Yes. Uh, does that include full locomotion? There is not full locomotion in this game. That is four questions. Is it a puzzle game? It's it's not a puzzle game, no. Is it a theme park game? It's not kind a of. theme like park. Like a like a how do you how do you describe that? Like a what do you what do you call it? like like something um like a Pierhead arcade or um because that's not an arcade game. I mean, what do you, like a summer Funland no, or six? <laughs> okay. Okay, hey, that that shouldn't have counted as another one. No, that would like your your. That was the same game. one, right? That was the same one. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. We're trying to cheat. We all know you cheat so much on these. I think I don't think I'm the one that gets accused of cheating. Uh, is there? Is it a? Uh, is it a wave shooter? Lose reviews. Um, no. But I, I mean, don't don't let wave shooter escape your mind here. I don't okay. think I don't think you'd classify it as a wave shooter. But dot okay. dot dot. Is there any type of movement? Um, no, no. You stand in one spot. Okay, so you're in one spot, and it's we don't have the uh, we don't have. Uh, are there mini games in this game? I wouldn't no, I wouldn't call them mini games. Okay. Um Interesting. There's no type of locomotion. So Five Nights at Freddy's has locomotion in it, even if it's not the main game. Um But in truth has no teleportation. Um, Node, <clears throat> Node sliding, even. What? Node sliding. Oh, right? oh, oh. Yeah, just pointless. Just making conversation. Um, keeping myself entertained. Is it a is it a simulator? <sighs> D- define your question better. Does it try to simulate or have a parody of simulating something? I would say that it might throw you off a little bit if I say yes, but I'm still going to say yes because it does sort of fall into that category a little bit. Okay. That's 10. I don't think it's one of the simulator games, unless he chose it again. His memory's not as good as mine. <laughs> Non-existent memory, which is half the reason I get lost all the time. Half the reason. Um, I just don't fucking pay attention to shit. Uh, let's see. The tricks came gun club. Uh, did I ask if there is, is there shooting in this game? Lots of shooting of your, of you shooting guns in this game. There's no shooting of guns in this game. That's 11. There's no shooting of guns in this game. So it can't be super hot. Um, no form of locomotion, so it can't be catch and release because that does have locomotion. Just an FYI, you've only got 90 seconds left. Oh, not so it in can't nine be Dick Wild. Okay, has this developer made other VR games? Oh, that's a really good games. question. Um, I'd, <clears throat> I don't think so, no. No. Um, 
Can you play this game flat screen? No, no, you can't. Um, what do we got here, guys? Uh, I didn't realize we were taking so much time on this. Is it a shit game? Is it a shit game? Like, is it bad? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No, I, I think I think there's there's some love for this game. It's not it's it's okay. not a masterpiece. It's not great, but it, it, it's okay. It's good. Um, yeah, six more questions total. Six more questions. Five. And Let's a guess. see here. Is it a strategy game? Is no. there strategic elements in this? No. No, I mean every game has some strategic it's elements, not, but no, you wouldn't so classify it as strategy. Because no. Bridge Crew has like strategic elements. No. Is there multiplayer? Uh, <clears throat> there's no multiplayer. Um, do you control? Well, no, there's no vehicles. Has it been on the top twenty-five list? Never. No. That you two more in a guess. Um, <clears throat> is it a music-related rhythm game? It's not music-related or rhythm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, music is pretty interesting in this game. Two I seconds. said. I think I said puzzle. Uh, is it? Uh, is it? I expect you to die. It is not. I expect you to die. Yeah, I don't think so. In fact, it is a game by, and I'm pretty sure Q Games hasn't made anything else for PSVR. Dead Hungry. Oh, uh, that's a. F- oh, that's why you said the f- kind of simulator. Yes, right, because okay. it, it it has those job sim like type elements. Right, and, right. Yeah, and and it's P- it's VRAF because you're literally doing everything by hand. You're putting every single yeah, item yeah. on the burger. You're you're dropping fries into the fry later. Uh, it's I was it's gonna ask kind of wave shootery, game. but it's not a wave shooter. Um, yeah, I, that's where I was getting at. But that's a that's a hard one. If it makes you feel better, I was keeping an eye on the chat, and I don't think I saw anybody guess it. So uh, I think I think I might have gotten everybody with this one. It was more of a pretty deep cut. No one's talked about this game for a very long time. Um, not a not a shit game. Not a shit game. Not, not a, a great game, game either, though. Yeah, I think um, I think it gets too hard too fast, and it's too samey. Like all the environments look exactly the same, even though every level is supposed to be somewhere else. And I'm like, all right. Ah, I was close with the kind <laughs> of like job simulator. Surgeon Simulator. I was I was close. I was on the right track, but yeah. Dang. I, I, I hope everyone approves of my answers. Uh, JC, the th- inimitable dual wielding ass kicking gamecast, says, "Dude, I got it." <laughs> all right you guys thank you so much for hanging out with us and, and playing 20 questions and watching psvr gamescast live don't forget to support me on patreon.com slash without pro games in aj on patreon at what's your address PS, patreon.com slash psvr underground. underground perfect yes. uh and uh and also make sure you subscribe to aj's channel and my channel uh and make sure you like things on both of our channels and make sure you watch things on both of our channels do all the things that other youtubers tell you to do but for us I don't know what we're supposed to tell you. Uh, thank you guys uh, for for hooking us hooking us up um, with some uh, with some cash here in the chat today. Really appreciate everybody uh, keeping the channel running, keeping the lights on. Uh, really, really good stuff. Uh, thank you, everybody. Who helps the channel run. Jamie Yao, uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, all the moderators who are absolutely kicking ass. Not only here, but over on Discord. Please join us on Discord. Hang out with us. Totally free to hang out. The three dollar Patreon tier get your name on that list, which I will prom- I promise I will have ready for Friday, and also voice chat in Discord. We love you so very much. We also love all the people who watch the show. Don't say a goddamn word. Don't even comment in the chat. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. AJ, can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say have a great rest of the week, and see you on Friday to lose reviews. This happy Hump Day. We all got humped by PSVR Underground and PSVR Without Parole. Guilty as charged. The Funkatelic <laughs> Game Cat. Dan Kiefer. I'm being assaulted by snow. I must flee to Zenith. <laughs> ben Dawson. <laughs> Thank you, man. Glad you enjoyed it. Just incredible. Good to see you, man. And I know you were uh, a fan of uh, some of the things that After the Fall accomplished. Sorry to shit all over it, but I think it's kind of deserved it. Some of it, some of it at least. Um, forty dollars, man. Forty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Neon Groove. Not terrible. Ramos. <laughs> Hack the game. Cat. Brax. Bro. And as always, in case I don't see you later. Good morning. Good afternoon. Mm-hmm. And good night. <laughs> Scott Disco Peace in here. Fell Peace VR Game Cat for life. Thank yeah. you, man. Um, thank you so much, man. Uh, oh man, I'm sorry to hear about the loss of your cat, my friend. And, uh, hopefully, uh, oh. you know. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. You, you must have saw something else. Funny. I did. I did. I didn't mean to <laughs> laugh at that for sure. No, I saw. I saw. I, I apologize. I apologize for laughing at something serious. But Larry Chu just wrote Space Game. I'm like, it always makes me laugh so hard when somebody's like ten minutes behind the rest of us. <laughs> Larry Chu Chu Chu. Oh man, Larry, uh, Larry's Darcy so far the- off his off the game, man. He's not going to get it either. Darcy the Balkan Cat. Ah, oh, you guys are awesome, man. Uh, cat- catastrophic flatulence in the chat. Uh, also, wow. aka formerly known as that Game Cat in the chat. Uh, JT Money, Mr. Game Cat Canaveral, Shapeshifter, good to see you. James Moore says, let's hear some metal, please. Brian, you got any metal? You got any metal already? Not Come on. Handy. Not <laughs> handy. Yeah. Uh, Defunct Brom Broda Game Cat says, Peach Banana, um, uh, making lots of sexual things here with uh, wow. fruit. Uh, Tom Flesh Eater Gaming, much love to you too, my friend. Bob Zarkoff, the Underground Game Cat. Uh, elite name squad in the house. Thank you so much, my friend. Guys, yeah. you have a wow. There's some really dirty stuff going on in the chat now. <laughs> Dan Kiefer, uh, <laughs> JC, the end. You started it, man. You started. Oh man, Blue Jew, the underground game cat, Paper Wings, the game cat. All of y'all have a wonderful rest of the night. We'll see you Friday, or or in Zenith, or maybe even in after the fall. Who the fuck knows? See you in twenty minutes. See <laughs> you <laughs> twenty minutes. Meow. Meow. Meow.